Rightfully so, though. Dude, I fucking walked out of the door at 6 o'clock the other morning, and it was so cold that I almost fucking bought a ticket to Los Angeles and never came back. Yeah, I mean... Yeah, but then you got to deal with the smog. Then you'll just then you'll just get. I'd rather get have disease. Fu- I would fucking rather have gross air than cold, because at least I can go die peacefully in the beach over ten years. Yeah, well, one goes away, one stays. The beach? <laughs> no, well, the Every- beach is technically going away too. Kind of. If you want to get into climate stuff. Kind of, where the beach is just getting closer to us. Well, no, but Dude, the, if the, the ocean levels are rising, yeah, that means. Our backyard's gonna be a beach soon. Oh hell yeah, life's nah. a, life's a beach, brother. You're gonna have beachfront property in 20 yeah, years. Yeah, all of those all of those mugs. That phrase is gonna be uh, gone in 20 years. Dude, my favorite thing is when uh, Ben Shapiro was like, "If the water levels are rising, then why don't people just sell their houses and move?" And people were like, uh, "Who are they gonna sell it to if the houses are underwater, Benny boy?" Yeah. It, but it's also just a really stupid argument to make. Like, if you don't like it, then move. It's not ever that easy. Yeah, because that's gonna solve the problem. Yeah, it's like, oh, okay, great. Like, then where are we gonna move to? I mean, or like, are you gonna help me move? But like, it's never, it's never that easy. Well, there are like islands in like Malaysia that like they're just straight up telling people they're like, yeah, like you're fucked. Your islands are like gonna be underwater. And I mean, even much Sorry, more Queens. western than that. Um, Venice is experiencing like, like historic level of flooding. But like that shit's. But they. Uh, what do you expect though? Like that's the thing I don't get about that is that you build your city in the water. Like, well, well I mean, it's, I they've mean, been building like you know like there's like do you know how many like levels there are of like underwater Venice that are like like they like they build up like every like oh couple, that's true like, yeah like there's like stores that are underwater because they they'll just build on top of their existing structures and I learned that from Assassin's Creed too was that in what is that there well they got canals running underwater in the video game where you could go and try and steal the apple of Eden well they are they are pretty historically accurate boom clearly you didn't play this game man well. How dare you? That just you? furthers my theory that why bother going to school when you can just play historically accurate video games? You just play Dude, Assassin's remember, Creed. Remember the History Channel Civil War game for Xbox 360? Oh my god, it was awful. Nah, that shit was lit. That, or do you remember the game where, uh, I think it was called Darkest Days, but you were a time traveler. Oh, hell yeah. And they, hell but, and, yeah. Well, the whole thing was that somebody else was going through time, messing up all the timelines, so, like, there was, like, one level where, I think it was, like, a battle in the Civil War, right? Yeah, and you go in with an M16. Yeah, because they, like, they like someone, like, rearmed, like, the other side or did something that helped, like, the <laughs> South, and the Union had to win. <laughs> so, he's like, all right, go in with this M16. So, you're literally in, like, a <laughs> battlefield gunning down Civil War people with an M16. I say, what is that on the ridge? It's so funny because you're the only. Everyone else has got muskets, and you're just. And like, yeah, like you're. It's not like, and they. It's not like they like made them harder. Like, dude, they just like the level was over in like five minutes after that. Time tripping through history with OP weapons. Hey, Cletus, this guy's got an M16, and also talking about some optional bird app. <laughs> What's an app? What's what the an app? Like an appetizer? Because <laughs> <laughs> I ain't hungry. Like an apple? <laughs> We're not in season. <laughs> what the fuck is calamari? <laughs> M16. A woman from California? That's weird. What the fuck is California? <laughs> California. That's true, too. What <laughs> <laughs> the fuck is California, dude? Yeah, video games are fucking lit. Yeah, but I mean, back to our whole weather thing. I think they, uh, I mean, besides Assassin's Creed being somewhat accurate, um, the world is uh, experiencing some pretty crazy weather patterns recently. I would say so. Right, like we have more... More hurricanes, more droughts. Uh, wildfires are, are coming in hot. So that's the problem. I can't figure out the chicken and the egg on all these weather things because, yes... It feels like more natural disasters are happening these days, but we're also much more connected to the rest of the world than we've ever been before. So 
maybe these things were always happening and you just didn't have people recording videos. Yeah, that's happening. what happened with pedophiles. That too. Let I me mean, we've always had a yeah. lot of pedophiles. Pedophiles and the weather. Same thing. Oh, shit, so what is the fuck, global Cletus? warming a scam? Cletus, <laughs> why the fuck is the weather trying to diddle my fucking meat, Cletus? <laughs> Just that stay away from my sun, Sleet. That's all I'm saying. We got to do a sting operation on global warming. Co- pose, <laughs> po- po- pose, pose as a country that's uh, ripe in the middle of the ocean. Drop it, weather maps. What's on the flash drive? <laughs> <laughs> It's just, it's just, it's it's a picture of the Cayman Islands. Arrest them. Mm, explain this, thermometer. What is this picture with you and Jeffrey Epstein? <laughs> <laughs> Jeffrey Epstein. Throwback. Throwback episode. All right, with, with that shit out of the way, <laughs> welcome to today's episode of The Rabbit Hole, everybody. My name is Tim, joined as always by John. What up? And as always to my right, we got Matt. Yo. And today we're going to be talking about one of... The most, uh, let's say, talked about conspiracies when it comes to the weather. Today we're going to be talking about chemtrails and the Harp facility. It's funny to think that this was the most talked about conspiracy theory when it came to weather for a long time. And now, probably the most talked about conspiracy theory when it comes to weather is global warming as a Chinese hoax. So it's funny <laughs> where we're in a new era of, oh, like you guys, you're you're on that old school theory. We're we're on new shit now. Yeah, you yeah you still think America's part of it? No, China's uh, China's, China's the one. China's making it shitty. But as someone, I feel like I f- I feel like I've seen a good amount of what would be called chemtrails. So definitely hoping that this one doesn't pan out because if not, I am already too far gone because I've seen tons of chemtrails. The real chemtrails are Matt's nasty as farts. Ayo. Oh. Yeah. That's uh, a. That's <laughs> they're they're second to the chemtrails. I'm still trying to get the government on the uh the the gravy train on the you know trying to get them on board, I'm trying to win that government contract for a uh, mustard gas. Trying to get them to butter your bread mm-hmm. when it comes to. It helps actually with the with the production. The theory that airplanes were spraying chemicals in the air was popularized in 1996 after the United States Air Force released a paper called Weather as a Force Multiplier, Owning the Air in 2025. The original intent of the paper was to outline and speculate about, about the future and theorize a plan for weather modification so that the U.S. could maintain power using the weather and featured plans for, quote, fictional representations of future situations slash scenarios. And after the paper paper was released, conspiracy theories began to run wild. Yeah, because you put the word <laughs> fictional in there, you idiots. And also owning the weather. Yeah, and, uh, and yeah. you did not use very scientific terminology when it came to describing what you were trying to achieve here. The people who put together like the title of that paper, they must they were they had to have been completely clueless as to they're like oh yeah like like this wording don't don't worry about it like no one's gonna blink an eye like nobody's like, gonna look into it any further yeah, they're gonna yeah. take it at face value uh, how, 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 why do you say so how do you, because it's fictional it's not real it's not real have you read a book and believed it <laughs> <laughs> you think there's some fucking treasure island you dumbass you dunce you little fucking little dunce. did they know but yeah I mean who's not gonna like this must have, like it was put out, and there must have immediately someone been like, "Yeah, I don't buy that." <laughs> you use the word fictional, and that they're owning the weather. And who wouldn't want this? Like when you think of it too, who wouldn't want this to be an actual conspiracy theory? Because, like I said, everybody hates the weather, right? I mean, maybe some of it's to blame on weathermen because or or weather people because they're all so. So like they're wrong all the time. They're trying to predict something that very much so is very difficult to predict. No, what are you talking about science, dude? They've been doing it for for forever. No, yeah. no Tim's right. Dude. It's it's more like it's more like you're trying to put blame on something that there literally is nothing to put blame on. So when these awful things happen, when hurricanes, earthquakes happen and all these and a lot of people die, People sit there and okay, they're like, well, it yeah. has to be, like, that is just so senseless. What it is, is it's like if people think either that God is this magnanimous person well, that, I didn't that mean, won't like, kill people. All yeah, I, I know, mean, all I know is that every time I turn on the news, the same champion guy's telling me to put on a fucking coat. I think he's trying to up, 
work for Macy's. Just because it's not one of them Patagonia coats means that I'm <laughs> I'm gonna get wetter and sicker. I'm going to get wetter than my wife's pussy on a Friday night. Oh, <laughs> hell yeah, brother. Well, well, that's what... Don't, don't, that's, don't give them a high five. Yeah, that's what they're... Yeah, no. no not <laughs> that at all. was misogynistic. Um, <laughs> hell yeah, it was, but it wasn't me. It was Cletus. Uh, <laughs> but that's what I'm saying. I mean, like, these people, like, okay, hey, like, your crops don't do good for a season. Why wouldn't you want to... I mean, like, you got someone to blame it on. Like, you know what I mean? Like, because yeah. people aren't going to blame it on God. So God does work in mysterious ways, but not in terms of the weather. That he's exempt from the weather, Dude, but clearly not as mysterious as the government. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah! Well, God put out his his fictional control, his control of fictional. And that's what the Bible. Is. <laughs> I was gonna say you got these guys sitting there. They're like, I don't see the government's Bible anywhere. <laughs> well, but that's the thing. Yeah. So so what's the worst version of this? Um, this weather control thing, this weather control paper, that's just that's just the Bible version of like the the Book of Revelation. <laughs> I was just saying, this is like Old Testament, like yeah, Leviticus. So uh, today on the Book of Revelations forecast, we have raining skulls and skin melting from people's faces. Acid rain. Don't you your, love God? Coming your way. All right, at nine o'clock we got our annual repentance, and then at ten o'clock we're gonna ask for forgiveness again, but only this time we're gonna be absolutely railed by some dildos while uh, maggots <laughs> infest our eyes, while the only thing we'll be able to listen to is Old Town Road, but the Billy Ray Cyrus <laughs> version. <laughs> that sounds like a personal hell. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Tim knows what his hell looks like. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Will Nas X on on repeat, <laughs> dude. No, if if uh, close friends will say that my personal hell is being in a McDonald's where the only food available is a salad and the only drink is water, and and little Nas's X and little Nas Road and little Nas Billy X say, really Billy Ray Cyrus remix is playing on repeat on the uh, the the PA system. Dude, I accidentally forgot to drink water for four days. That's intentional. What? Yeah, what is that? Yeah. Are you trying accident. to put yourself in your hell? Uh honestly, uh, each day is an, uh, its own personal hell. You you got you got to keep it fresh. You got to so not drinking you. enough you're, water. Yeah, you're going to get Tim's <laughs> hallucinating. Yeah, you're, you're dehydrated. <laughs> Dude, I woke up yesterday. I woke up yesterday with a headache and was like, "Man, I have a headache, but I didn't go out drinking last night." Is it because I haven't had water since Thursday? Yes, it's that's why. It's one thousand percent why. But then I took an ibuprofen with some iced tea, so, I, <laughs> so which I is even there you re- go. which is remarkable because you're even like you can get water from foods and stuff too. I mean, like if you have like vegetables or correct or other or other a other cucumber foods. is mostly water. And I, I'm I, you and he had zero cucumbers. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely try to up your cucumber intake. All right, we can't we can't make this a podcast about shame and Tim's health. So oh, don't I, worry. I, I think everybody does there. that already. I think we have an idea there. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Come on our show and shame Tim about his awful habits. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait, yeah, that's that's it. Each episode is just Tim. Ice tea? <laughs> Are you kidding? That will dehydrate you further. Yeah, we're gonna have someone from uh, the subreddit. Uh, um, Hydro homies. Hydro homies. <laughs> On today's episode, we're going to ask Tim why he thought it was a good idea to drink a full Mountain Dew Baja Blast while uh, while washing it down with a melatonin pill. Ugh. Let's see how that reacts to his body. In 1999, an environmental journalist by the name of William Thomas wrote an article about how the Air Force was using toxic clouds, called chemtrails, as a way to manipulate the weather. In addition to using the weather as a force multiplier paper as the basis for his article, he also turned to a patent that was filed in 1991 for something called the stratospheric Wells box seeding for reduction of global warming. You never trust anybody with two first names. R- <laughs> rule of thumb. And also, that that machine just sounds very um, evil, just from its like original from its name. I have zero clue what it actually Dude, does. Imagine he he has a very normal middle name or two middle names. It's like no motherfucker, you got no middle names. N- middle names, two first names. Uh, fuck off. <laughs> well, that'd be even weird if he had a last name as a middle name. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That'd, that'd be more William Johnson worthy. Thomas. Yeah, you know, <laughs> no, that's even yeah, kind of. It's like it's like William Spagnoli Thomas. <laughs> Spagnoli is a family name. Was your was your was the nurse drunk when she wrote your birth certificate? Is your name Peter Piper? <laughs> <laughs> I'll fucking I'll just give you the the middle name Mother Goose. <laughs> <laughs> fuck it, fuck it. Your name's Baby Ninety Three now. 
Well, that's so that so that's like um trailer park. No, it, so like when a baby's born initially, they'll be called like um that one ba- or a mistake. No, they'll it'd be called like baby boy. And then, like, the last name until you give them a name. Like, that's, like, their unofficial name. But it's a, <laughs> it's a, it was, I, I think I saw this on a blog. But um, in, like, um, super Jewish Orthodox culture, it's, like, tradition to give it, like, five days until you name the baby boy. So, like, a lot of them have, like, <laughs> this, like, will have this name for a while. And just this, somebody picked up on this one where this one couple's last name was, like, Fuchs, but it looked like fucks. So it was like baby boy fucks. <laughs> hey, I think I think I saw that. that yeah. one Dude, I heard baby boy fucks immediately got pooned from his nurse. <laughs> kid absolutely rips. Yeah, I, dude, kid I came out round. So that that is the um the complete opposite. So like you you have kids who are dealt with a dealt with a uh, a bad hand right when they're born. That kid is dealt with like a oh. a royal flush, a legendary <laughs> hand. He, he's savage out the gate. <laughs> But anyway, about, we digress from uh, interesting names. The idea behind the patent was to seed the upper layer of the Earth's atmosphere with reflective particles that would reflect sunlight away from the Earth, thus slowing down the effects of global warming. So isn't that just the plot to Snowpiercer? Yeah, kind of. Like the, It's like practically the same thing, right? I, I, I could imagine that Snowpiercer probably got the idea from that because... But it is... But that's such like... But Snowpiercer is kind of like about a really stupid idea that a lot of people would have where it's like, well, if the earth's getting warmer, then we should make it <laughs> colder. Let's take Bikini Bottom and push it somewhere else. Which is literally what people try doing. They're like, well, let's just make the earth cold instead of hot, and then we'll be good. And then they're like, and then it's everything's a giant like Arctic wasteland. Yeah, every- oh shit, we've gone too far. Yeah, maybe yeah. we made it a little too cold. Yeah, no, I think you maybe are missing the larger hint here that it's you fucking this up. So just stop intervening, and then maybe it will <laughs> figure itself out for a second. Now this brings us to a. Uh, a very important point, which is that the government has been pretty open about trying to control the weather, but they don't call it weather control, but rather weather mod- modification. For example, in India, they used the cloud seeding method as a way to induce rainfall, which is essentially the process of our artificially making clouds in the sky so that it'll rain. Another instance of weather control was found in 2008, when the Chinese government fired salt and mineral-filled bullets into the sky as it means to make it rain before the Olympic Games. Q, um, the I make it rain. I make it rain. <laughs> yeah, that was put over the uh, the the speakers. Uh, they they have like those speakers everywhere in China and stuff. Yeah, exactly. Now, this is not the first time the idea of firing bullets into the sky was used to control the weather. Uh, the idea was first tested in the '40s by two scientists from GE who made it rain using silver iodide bullets. <laughs> I just, just feel like yeah. every time you say who made it rain, and then you gotta like. I like, picture them doing a jig as they're shooting yeah, the bullets they're up like, into the sky. They're like, we and made really, it rain. I really, <laughs> <laughs> we made it rain. I really, I yeah, just like these nerdy scientists too. <laughs> you could start playing. I really that. hope though that, I mean, I think of shooting bullets as like they're just putting these weather bullets into guns <laughs> and shooting them up, and I really hope that nobody in like China or. Uh, wherever else they did this, I really hope nobody was informed of this because I would have really liked to see the whoa, uh, the reactions of uh, <laughs> of um, everyone when uh, they random people just started shooting bullets in the sky. Well, they patented their invention, which was called cloud seeding, and then the U.S. government used cloud seeding in none other than the Vietnam War. What the U.S. spent three million dollars each year uh, of the war specifically for the purpose of weather modification. Their goal was to um, and uh, I pulled this up. Yeah, boy! Science, bitch! Using it for the Vietnam War! You want it to rain before the Olympics! Oh, yeah! Give me a, give me a rain! Let's get a wave! Can I get a... What up with them crops, boy? <laughs> we got fresh crops out in y'all. Did somebody say harvest yield? Did somebody say extending the monsoon season so that it'll be nutty and for the en- enemy? Maybach music. <laughs> <laughs> DJ Khaled. 
So, uh, like I said during that fucking sick music break. So, like I said, um, the goal was to extend the monsoon season, um, uh, specifically so that uh, it would be even more rainy uh, for the enemy fighters. <laughs> this mission was called Operation Popeye. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. They, they want it rainier for the fighters? Yeah, which I think they also forgot that they were in also the same location, so it would be rainier for them too. Yeah, yeah the, the, the 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 Vietnamese fighters, that was just their normal... Holy shit, this is the plot of Forrest Gump, where it's like, it rained for 40 fucking... It rained until it didn't no more, or so, some shit. But I haven't seen... But that would make the- sense why we lost that war then, because we like shot ourselves in the foot being like, all right, if we're more rainy about it, then we might win. And then it's like, no, people just didn't want to fight in the fucking rain. <laughs> yeah. Especially if you're in a if you're in a land you don't know, and the weather sucks shit. <laughs> then guess what, Lyndon B. They really did not know what they were doing in the Vietnam War. Dude, Lyndon nope. B. Johnson was like, "Yo, I'm finna kill this Kennedy guy and then take over. Then then it'll be fucking cake, right? Nope. Make it rain more. That's a big nope for me, dog. But I also, um, it seems like the weather machine played a pretty big part in the Vietnam War. Where is its commendations and war medals. Dude, honestly, mm. it, the thing was called Operation Popeye, so each time the chicken sandwich meme hits a new fucking thing, that's a medal of honor of its own. <laughs> yeah, uh, we should start a new trend. You got to take off a piece of your chicken sandwich from Popeye's every time and drop it on the ground for the for the Popeye's uh, war machine. You, gotta, Do you know how much you, fighting would happen? You'd have people, there have been, like, people would fight for that little piece of chicken. Dude, all you, yeah, all if, you get, if you get a bunch together, it's like the, uh, it's like a, um, it's like a, it's like a, um, a budget uh, infinity gauntlet. You shed new, <laughs> you shed new blood while commemorating old shed blood. Dude, <laughs> I, I heard. <laughs> dude, I fucking heard. I heard blood that. Act. I heard that if you uh, took a little piece of chicken off of each chicken sandwich from Popeyes, Chick Fil A, McDonald's, Wendy's, and Burger King, I guess. Uh, you and, need one more. And, you rip a hole in the matrix. And and, and um. Stop and shop. Uh, stop. Uh, fucking Boston Market. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, the Boston Market. Yeah. Um, I heard that you get explosive diarrhea. <laughs> yeah, you start. Uh, you start barking like a chicken. Do chickens even bark? <laughs> That's fucking <laughs> dogs, you idiot. Yeah. Well, but what do you call? Are they cuckoo? Right? Or like, what's the what's the actual word for squawk? <laughs> <laughs> they fucking moan. They moan in their uh, girl's I don't ear. Know if I like that, they, even they definitely. It's definitely not barking. Honey, though. the right. chicken's moaning. It's what? time to get up. Uh, 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 anybody hear that rooster moan? <laughs> <laughs> what sound does a chicken make? A single loud cluck. Oh, cluck. Oh, there you go. That's it. Wow, I should have known that. So, is the government experimenting with weather, weather modification? Yes, and they have been. But nowadays, it's primarily used for trying to make it rain in areas affected by drought and to slow down the effects of climate change. Mm-hmm. I was going to say... It is almost confirmed in the sense that, like, you have so many scientists actively working to stop the climate from changing in the rapid way it is. So, yes, like, yes, the government is partaking in weather control because they're trying to control the weather so that it doesn't kill us in the next 10 years. (laughs) They're sitting there and they're like, oh, I I guess they're kind of right. Like, we, we, we are. Shit, we are the baddies. Fuck. Are we the fucking baddies? Yeah, we are. When faced with the realization that the government is experimenting with weather control and it's not as nefarious as they thought in terms of modern usage, the chemtrail believers pulled an audible and said that chemtrails were also causing illnesses that were caused after one would see the chemtrails and after they were exposed to high levels of aluminum that the government was spraying into the sky. In a documentary by Michael Murphy called What in the World Are They Spraying? (laughs) (laughs) Which is just like a really shitty sports blooper reel title where it's like, what in the world are they doing out on that field? He he definitely didn't even like, like he thought of that phrase and he like had the question. He's like, what are they spraying? He's like, this is the start of the documentary. Cameras are rolling. Like, I'm convinced that if we were to actually watch that, that like, he probably wouldn't even like. It's like literally yeah. from the inception of the idea. He's <laughs> yeah, like, he, exactly. we'll see where this goes. He, he, <laughs> he had to change the name uh, to "What in the world are they spraying?" Uh, from the original title called "What are they spraying?" Because "What are they spraying?" was blooper reels from a piss porn. <laughs> <laughs> so they're like, nope. Which he obviously wait. watched. It's like you got to put in the world because that piss porn clearly took place in a basement. 
Yeah, there's nothing international <laughs> about it. Yeah, that was an LA Except basement. maybe it's distribution. Thank you. He attempted to prove there were high traces of aluminum in the rain because of chemtrails. Murphy tested the aluminum levels of the soil and came back with findings that he thought proved his theory correct. He found that the soil contained 7% aluminum, which is absolutely normal for soil. Mm -hmm. He then tested the rain, and the rain also came back with 7% content of aluminum. And that's also very normal for rain, considering that as rain falls, it picks up dust and other particles. He he definitely looked at the report and was like... "Mm." 7% 7% still seems pretty high. Like he 7% goes, is more than 6%. He, he sat there and went, in school they told me one thing, that it is made up of three things, two parts hydrogen, one part oxygen, no parts aluminum. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what the fuck? This, this got aluminum, so I, can I wrap my sandwich in rain? Those damn science <laughs> bitches are lying to me. <laughs> oh, John's going to spit out his little beer. Yeah. Destroy all our new equipment. Just wrap your sandwich in rain, honey. It will be just fine. Dude, I put my I put my fucking piece of pizza in, in rain. <laughs> <laughs> fucking shit's soggy now. Makes no sense. Where's the aluminum? <laughs> they lied. Dude, a tinfoil hat, except it's just a shower. <laughs> That's the thing, yeah. People, people, conspiracy theories don't know that they're protected at all. Like, like they, they, they obviously don't like chemtrails, but maybe it's doing a little good for the other, uh, you know, like radio waves that are uh, melting their brains. Dude, when it rains and the aluminum's on you, you will live forever because it's fucking Reynolds rap. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Murphy also believes that since the use of chemtrails, there has also been an increase in the amount of deaths linked to respiratory disease. And in fact, respiratory disease jumped from the fourth biggest cause of death from the third. Now, is this because of chemtrails, or is it because the number of deaths related to strokes went down so the two switched spots? Probably that. I have no fucking idea. It's probably that. I, yeah. Dude, honestly, I don't do numbers good. I don't, I don't fucking know. Oh, Matt just kicked the mic. So, uh, everybody say goodbye to Matt. We're putting him down. Yep, <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm going to jump out the window right now. We're burying him in the rabbit hole. Cute. Yeah. Hey, play, play end seams. 21, 21 uh, uh, fart salute for Matt. Okay, I'll get ready. Now, to cap this portion of the episode off, what are chemtrails actually? Well, they're trails of warm vapor that, condensated, uh, that condensate once they make contact with the cold air. That's really it. Yeah. Yep. So they're like small clouds. Yeah. Kind of, yeah. Probably much. not really, but yeah. But, no, but they, yeah. they look like them. They look nice. Honestly, like, they look nice, and I want to have someone write chemtrails are real, like, with the, the, the sky writing. Mm-hmm. If you paid somebody that, I mean, that would that's totally, we, we should put our uh, non-existent marketing budget for this uh, show towards a uh, chemtrails are real chemtrail. All right, if if we ever set up a Patreon, that's the first thing we're fucking funding is a is a fucking skywriter to write. Well, so trails are real. What we'll do is, I mean, love we ha- the we, government. We, we have to have some different tiers, but we're gonna do one of like five, like fifty thousand dollars Patreon like level, and it'll fund and it'll be funded by that. Dude, yeah, we'll right, we'll yeah. draw your face in the sky with chemtrails. I think that's a pretty good service. I'd say for fifty thousand dollars. I I'd agree. I don't even know if that's the actual price. I'm spitballing it, but I think that's a good starting point. I agree. Now let's move on to another uh, weather-related conspiracy. The High Frequency Active Auroral Research Program, also known as HARP, is a research facility located in Gakona, Alaska. And I take very big uh, problem with that uh, thing because it should be HFARP. Why? It, Say it again. High then. frequency active auroral research program. It oh, so they just emit frequency? Yeah. It doesn't sound as dangerous. Yeah. Like, it doesn't sound as like it it, it it sounds less James Bondy like villainy yeah. if if you put a farp in it. Dude, imagine Alex Jones being like, They're controlling our minds using the farp. <laughs> farp. They got farp in our brains. <laughs> now the research facility uh, initially started as a program that was jointly funded by the Air Force, the Navy, the University of Alaska Fairbanks, and the Defense Advanced Research Projects Agency, otherwise known as DARPA. Yeah, see, yeah, see DARPA and HARP 
sound way way better together. I don't know. Goes, you kind of lost me there with DARPA. It's it's got it's, it's kind of silly. It's like it, DARPA. It sounds like a uh, fucking Sims speak. DARPA Harpa Muhammad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Luby Luby. and so pretty much just Iggy Azalea. Oh fuck yeah! Dude. Oh wow, dude! Wow. Some, 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 somebody made a video of uh, Iggy Azalea. Adele Dazim. No, but somebody made a video of Iggy Azalea where she was performing and she like did like that gibberish, mm-hmm. and they someone photoshopped uh, one of the Sims diamonds. <laughs> 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 Fucking that, that that's pimping. Um. The internet savage as always. Now, HARP was uh, set up to analyze the ionosphere and explore the potential for developing ionospheric enhancement technology for radio communications as well as surveillance. Now, despite attempts to put uh, conspiracies to rest uh, by the administrators of the facility, theorists uh, still believe that there are aspects of the facility that the government is still hiding. For example, Michael Chusadovsky wrote that, quote, Recent scientific evidence suggests HARP is fully operational and the capabilities and has the capabilities of triggering floods, hurricanes, droughts, and earthquakes. Which, I love the fact that he's like, alright, we got the science in. And what the science is saying is that the place is there, and it works. (laughs) And what they're telling you is a lie, because it's way worse. Yeah, it's too it's too big. It, it work it the fact that it works means that obviously all the things that we think it's responsible for happen because of it. It works so well, you have no idea it's working. Therefore, it <laughs> must be real. <laughs> now, across the country, people uh share the belief that Harp is capable of changing the weather. In an interview with Vice News, Sue Mitchell, the public information manager of Harp, played one of the many voicemails she receives. Now let's take a listen to that little video. You guys are killing the planet. It's fucking 80 degrees here in Colorado in February. This is bullshit. You guys are down, man. There are people who... I, I just love the fact that she's like, the weather is different here. Call up Alaska. It's 80 degrees in February in Colorado. This is bullshit. So I got to say, that person is the ultimate Karen. (laughs) (laughs) It's 80 degrees. (laughs) Who do I complain to? Weather, let me speak to your manager. Mom, it's so hot today. Turn on the AC. I'm going to call the manager. (laughs) She calls up Harp, some poor soul. Listen here, uh, government. How do you even get the number to that facility? Uh, It's public... Information. I was gonna say, yeah. yeah, but they they have to bury it in a couple of like 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 they web get a pages. lot. They get a lot of death threats. Even, yeah, then then why not like well, hide it? I mean, I don't know. Um, I guess well, that's, we probably I mean, shouldn't do that if you're part of the government. I mean, still. there's really no way to way to stop the death threats because sometimes people take their beliefs to the extreme. In 2016, two to Georgia men. Extreme. <laughs> X Factor. In, two, in 2016, two Georgia men were arrested after the Coffee County Sheriff's Department seized a stockpile of guns and ammunition, which uh, Coffee County is right adjacent to Donut Town. I was going to say, is that coffee like the drink, except spelled different? Or no, it it's spelled? C-O-F-F-E. Oh, okay. So coffee se- County. spelled the yeah, same. Yeah, the, uh, the, the mayor. It's, co- the it's mayor's, coffee, um, except the same. The mayor's, except the same. The mayor's Mr. Latte. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, I'm Mr. John D. Starbuck, owner of the Starbucks franchise. I'm from Coffee County in Mocha Latte, Arizona. <laughs> Dude, that sounds like a fucking real like uh, subsect of like Burbank. Yeah. We're hot, Mocha Latte, Mocha yeah. Latte, Mocha Latte Boulevard, uh, right next to the IKEA in Burbank. It's right next to La Jolla or however you pronounce La Jolla. it. La Jolla. <laughs> oh, okay, whatever. It, it's fucking La Jolla. Um, now the sheriff's department described it as quote something out of a movie, one where a small army was headed to war. I, yeah, that's how much fucking guns they had. It, but it's two guys. Yeah. Yep, they had a lot of guns. This is America. This is Georgia. This is not fucking normal. Co- this is fucking Coffee County, Georgia, dude. There's no fucking rules. <laughs> I'll be damned if this happened in my county. Strapped to the county. Strapped to the teeth. Dude, they had a fucking uh, huge gallon of uh, strudel cream in their fucking trunk, too. Oh, <laughs> uh, ready to go with their Coffee County militia. Oh, hell yeah. 
Now, when asked why uh, they were going to Har- to the Harp facility with a small stockpile of firearms, the two men, Michael Mansell and James Dryden, said that, quote, that God told them to go and blow up the machine that kept the souls so the souls could be released. <laughs> okay, hold on. So this is this let's is fucking, Let's fucking unpack on. the, the, uh, that one from Coffee County. No, there is, is so much to unpack from here. So This is the Mandela Effect version of, um, of uh, what is it, um, Boondock Saints. <laughs> <laughs> I remember it being this way that they were a bunch of uh, 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 racists from from Georgia trying to go kill a computer. <laughs> and shepherd and shepherds we shall be for thee, my lord, for thee. Power hath descended forth from thine coffee county militia. <laughs> Spiritus <Where> sancti, <laughs> weather aquatus. <laughs> I'm Norman Reedus. Norm, Norman Deacus. <laughs> Fucking postman, Norman Reedus. So, so they were venturing to Alaska from Georgia? Yeah. Dude, you're talking about people. <laughs> yeah. What were they going to do? They're going the, they're going <laughs> to drive through to Alaska? But they're going the distance. So yeah, they're going to get through Canada. And they thought, well, that was probably what it was. They were probably caught somewhere in Canada with these guns, right? Or where were they caught? I don't know. No, they were caught in Coffee County, weren't they? Let's fucking Google where Coffee County is. I thought you said Georgia. They're f- yeah, they're they're from Georgia. Oh, oh, Coffee County's in Tennessee though. Okay, it's so, still though. So they they're from they're they from Georgia, con- and they got caught in Coffee County. Yeah. Why else would Coffee County be be commenting on them? I guess so. But either way, they didn't get fucking far at all if well, they were trying to I go mean, to Alaska. That or you got some really savvy um, journal uh, uh, journalists who know that Coffee County probably gets some really good SEO. <laughs> <laughs> like, yo, come on, give us that money. We talking about you guys? Come on. Yeah, you guys had zero um, involvement in this story, but coffee's really hot right now. He on got Google. he got gas in your car in, in that area, so we'll just say he stopped and was with you guys. Yeah, I mean, we'll give you people. Guys a people credit. love people love coffee. Hi, my name my name is off my name is Officer J- Jelly Donut, and this is my partner, um, Scrambled Eggs. It's just a bowl of scrambled eggs. Sheriff's in Coffee County. Yeah, not my finest joke. <laughs> We're keeping it in. It's okay, keeping yeah. it in. Keeping boys. it in. Be responsible. We hold each other accountable on this show. If there's one thing we are here at the Rabbit Hole Podcast, it's accountable and now, mediocre. Now, unlike the chemtrails, <laughs> mediocrity is holding sway on this episode. Uh, unlike the chemtrails, there's not a whole lot in terms of evidence that HARP actually modifies the weather. Although, when activated, the facility's equipment temporarily heats up a very small portion of the ionosphere, but no big changes to the weather are immediately noticeable. In the same Vice news piece, uh, they talked to Nick Be- Begich, author of the book, Angels Don't Play This HARP! <laughs> <laughs> it's harp spelt with the two A's. Oh, you fucking bet your sweet buns it is. What a he fucking of that. What a dad. He, he just went full well, dad joke on that book. Uh, it's funny that you should mention his dad because. <laughs> what? Uh oh. I would say Begich. Now familiar. Nick Begich, uh, Jr. is this guy, and his father is Nick Begich Senior, and he was a member of the Democratic Party of the U.S. House of Representatives from Alaska. Oh. Whoa. Now. Here's where this story gets a little spooky. Spooky. Um, <laughs> when uh, Begich Senior was campaigning, uh, well, I think he was. I think he was seeking re-election or some shit. I don't fucking know. Um, he was campaigning, and he uh, during a plane ride from Alaska, mysteriously, his plane went off the radar, and. Uh, the search for him was the largest search uh, in U.S. history up to that point. Did they ever find him? Nope. Hi, I'm Nick Beggett Jr., and my dad was killed by Harp. Was and killed by the weather. Story. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's a perfect dum. Marvel, um, Pix 11, whatever it is, or the CW. Oh, no, uh, it's like tr- no, it's True TV where they do like um, like uh, ghost hunters and shit yeah, or travel. Oh, that'd channel. be really good too. I was thinking about maybe you could make like a super during the out of day. This. I'm just a plumber. And at night, I'm Nick Begich, author of a book. Author of a book about how weather killed my dad. <laughs> <laughs> you must feel really strongly about the Bermuda Triangle, then. Oh, baby, don't let me, don't get me started on that triangle. 
So in the Vice News uh, article, which we'll be referring back to in just a moment, um, I didn't feel necessary to play this clip, but Nick Begich said that the best thing his father ever did uh, for him was disappear. <laughs> what Ooh, an what asshole. Wow, what bird. an asshole. Yeah, he was, because that sent him down this whole path of like being a conspiracy theorist. And he was like, yeah, if uh, that dad that dying crazy. is what sent him down the rabbit hole. That means that he's enjoyed everything uh, pertaining to this harp conspiracy theory like hole that he's in. Yeah, he said he made close to a million, a uh, little bit more than a million dollars and the uh, book has been translated into ten oh languages. Oh my Alright, I'm gonna get my, uh, wow. my my opportunist stamp out and just yep. say this guy is certified. That's like a sell your soul to the devil thing. Oh like, yeah. That's bad. So I think we know what we have to do. Honestly um, though, like what Pete Holmes making da- jokes about his dad dying in 9-11 isn't much different. Uh, it's just, let's talk about I think Pete Davidson. Mm, not, not Pete Holmes. Holmes. You're right. Pete <laughs> Davidson. Sorry. Pete Davidson talking about his dad dying in 9-11. Yeah, but and Pete making, Davidson also does 9-11 benefits, too. Like, okay. Yeah, you don't see this man doing fucking uh, weather candlelight benefits. vigils for the fucking Malaysia Flight 488 or whatever. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Fair enough, Tim. Yeah, he's, he's, enough. Probably, he's probably going around to like families of the victim being like, I could speak from experience. You have a great opportunity here. Now listen, yeah. there's something called harp. Look into it. That's all I'll say. Your dad this died guy, in weather. You got something here, man. This guy's doing a pyramid. It's gonna be a pyramid. It's he could create his own pyramid scheme from uh, making people money off of uh, weather disasters. Yeah, absolutely. And I have this great opportunity. It seems like a loved one of yours perished in an unexplained weather occurrence. Um, there's three simple steps that you need to get started. Uh, say that it's a great thing for you. Create a somehow internationally best-selling book, and uh, just blame everything on the weather. First step: use your na- your parents' death and the uh, uh, common denominator of natural disaster to your advantage. Step two: we don't know step two, but step three is profit. <laughs> <laughs> step two just now, happens organically. Step two uh, happens organically. Um, Unlike the weather, unlike the unlike <laughs> the weather, Which is, like, see, you're already getting it. You're already getting it. You're already on board. Um, so the uh, when in the in the Vice News uh, uh, piece, uh, the interviewer is like, uh, "So what evidence do you have?" So let's take a look uh, into what Nick Begich says is his evidence that Harp is controlling not only the weather, but people's minds. That Harp or any other government agency is actively right now trying to change the way people think. Yes, I think we do. You think we do or you know we do? I know we do. This technology is possible with this instrument, and the only question is have they done it. But you don't know that they have. No, couldn't answer that, never have. Can they? Yes. Would they? Yes. What do I know about government? Mm. I know a government, when they have the capability, they'll utilize it, and they have utilized this technology in a lot of other areas. Begich's skepticism of government so he essentially said, do I know they're doing it? No. But do I know they're doing it? Yes. I'm just going to say the guy interviewing him sounded a lot like Ed Snowden. Yeah, right. <laughs> I was like, I was like, oh, shit. Nick Peggage sounds a lot like Ed Snowden. And then the other guy, the old guy started <laughs> talking. And I'm like, oh, that must be Nick Baggage. And then I was like, then this other guy must be Ed Snowden. Do you think they're doing it? Yes. How do you know they're doing it? Yes. Also, yes. yes. <laughs> yeah, also, yes. Yeah, so uh, there's really no <laughs> evidence to support this. And um, I didn't read the book, and now I kind of want to because I want to see what he talks about. Yeah, what is he writing about? Yeah, how do you, how do you fill have, 200 pages with this shit? It's just like a book with pictures. It's like uh, a, a rain cloud raining on him and somebody with a teardrop. That's got to be so fun to write, though. This guy had nothing like no morals no like like standards to hold himself to for the he just ranted for 200 pages i mean that's like it's practically a journal all right let's open the laptop my dad disappeared and i'm really good at prose let's do this shit i had a patch of black ice today oh man i am furious here we go 13 pages on black ice (laughs) black ice i'm blacked out baby here we go (laughs) 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 <laughs> <What>? <laughs> so with that there's um no no really evidence to support it but um as a means to stomp out the conspiracies and to save themselves from uh many a death threat the new ownership of the facility which is the uaf the university of alaska fairbanks 
They frequently host open house tours so that anyone can come in and learn about the facility. And fun fact, uh, Vice was like, hey, Nick Begich, do you want to come with us to the facility? They're hosting an open house. And he was like, no, I'm good. (laughs) And they they were like, why? He was like, what am I going to see there? And they were like, "Uh, harp? And he was like, yeah, but... What am I going to see? I know it's there. What I know are you talking there, about? Yeah, the fuck? They're doing sh- crazy shit there. Yeah. And they're like, yeah, do you want to like see if they're actually lying to you? No. I'm good. <laughs> I, but to that guy, but to, to Begich's defense, the hidden in plain sight thing lends itself much more in that situation where it's like, yeah, of course they're going to take you on a tour of the facility when it's convenient for them to hide all the shit. Yeah, yeah. Either way, he's like going to come out of it with the same thought that they're still yeah, hiding he's things. Like, he's like, I didn't see what was behind that one door. It's like, it was <laughs> it was, it was, was a broom closet, yeah. dude. I, pff, that's what they told you. It's what it said on the door, but that would be real convenient if that was the entrance to the super secret lab. They had a door that was labeled lactation room. What the <laughs> fuck does that mean? If there, if there actually was <laughs> at a weather facility called the lactation room, that'd be pretty weird. Well, there's a there's a couple lactation rooms at the campus center I went to uh, college, and then at the office I work at, oh. uh, the there's a nursing room right next to the men's room, which is also the gender neutral bathroom. So fucking oh. so fucking try going uh, to your job interview, trying to do those mental gymnastics about going into the men's room gender neutral bathroom. I'll leave that one up to you, but I guess that I guess I didn't realize that lactation room actually meant. Breastfeeding. Right? Yeah, yeah, I didn't. Yeah, I didn't know that those were a thing. Yep. I thought it was a room where you th- had to like help procure breast milk. <laughs> <laughs> he just standing in black rubs, going breast milk, breast milk. So, like there's so John not like thinks machines. that John thinks that human farms are real. Uh, yeah, that's why this podcast exists because I do believe <laughs> that human farms exist. You idiots, you shrills, fucking sheeple. So that just about wraps it up for this fun weather-themed episode as the weather gets colder and life goes on. Yeah, I mean, so started off thinking that this was going to be a bad shit insane conspiracy theory because, like, how do you control weather? I'm pretty sure there was, like, a a made-for-TV Disney movie about controlling the weather that, like, ended up becoming pretty comical because it showed it's like, yeah, it's like, you uh, have this machine where you can make snow days happen. So as a kid, you're always making snow days happen because <laughs> you don't want to go to school. But then that means you're in a snow- an ice age now. That's actually what happened in Snowpiercer. Which is what exactly <laughs> happened in Snowpiercer. Holy shit. Snow- and then that was the boy who went on the train and ate the babies. <laughs> <laughs> Snowpiercer is just the fucking realistic episode of Phineas and Ferb. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah. but I will, I will say, though, where I do appreciate all the legwork conspiracy theorists did on this is that <laughs> all the heavy lifting, all the heavy lifting is that the government at a certain point was like, yeah, OK, fuck, you guys are right. We are controlling the government, but we're, we're, we're trying to make it not bad. We're trying to slow it down because it's trying to kill us, which I'll believe that. But like you're not helping your case if as a government, you're sitting there being like, all right, OK, fine, like. Kind of got us. We are kind of controlling the weather here a little bit. And I mean, like, the, and the heavy lifting they did is equivalent to bringing the groceries in. Yeah, exactly, right? exactly. <laughs> <There's> but the, <laughs> your, your mother did all the real shopping. But you guys are just putting all the hand. You go, oh, look how many bags I can carry in my. I hands. gotta, I gotta say though, I do like the other version of this conspiracy theory a lot better. Which is. Cloudy with a chance of meatballs. Oh hell yeah, dude! <laughs> way way better. Yeah, but like that would be great because you'd solve world hunger <laughs> at this at the same time. So yeah, everybody would have food. There's no silver lining to this that I can see currently, but at least with there, you'd have some meatball that's parmesan coming from the sky. <laughs> that, that, that's the uh, that's the theory that everyone should be uh, subscribed to. Fucking lava is just fucking creamy sriracha. That would be your That'd lava. Be lava would be better if it was chocolate sauce. What the hell, man? I'm just trying to stick Creamy with the Creamy sriracha. I'm just trying to stick with the You're going to swim yeah. in that, you <laughs> fucking sicko? Why would you swim in what? I'd swim in fudge. Yeah, I don't it's know. Like, Dude, just, then just put it in your fudge? fudge? Then put it in your fucking pool. It's a giant fondue. Nah, hot Okay, you're getting a little closer there with the cheese. <laughs> <laughs> but creamy can, sriracha, no thanks. Like a chocolate fondue, right? Is that what yeah, they call it? Yeah, chocolate fondue, yeah. yeah but, but cheese too, I I'm agree. not trying to swim in... Fo- 
No one's trying. I didn't say you're trying to fucking swim in it. I, th- I just I said th- it comes from an should, MF volcano. We should put together a proposal to Harp and tell them that they need to completely re-strategize and that weather control is no longer cool and that they could be solving world hunger with um, Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs as the base. Dude, we'll pitch it to fucking Bezos, too. Be like, be He could make Bezos. it happen. Well, he ha- owns Whole Foods now, so he'll just... It's like it's easy now. Like yeah, but know. he would suck though. You'd make like kale rain from the sky instead of oh, meat, instead fuck. of chicken parm. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, Tim, we gotta nix your Bezos right. idea. Uh, well, fucking oh, uh, Warren Buffett. He eats like three Big Macs a day. There's Perfect. We found Perfect. our man. All right, Warren. I know you're listening to this podcast. We'll have um, our we'll have our people right. contact your people. No, no, see, no. We gotta we gotta do a little bit more work here. You gotta go get Elizabeth Holmes because that that sick bitch got so many horny old white guys on her side that it was remarkable. She was like, yeah, we can put a lab in a box. And they were just like, how big are your tits? All right, we're in. (laughs) (laughs) If by box you mean hoochie. Yeah, so we just need, we need some other nefarious types to help us there. So we're we're working on it. We're working on it. We're going to get our cloudy with a chance of meatballs. We will get our uh, cloudy with a chance of meatballs, but for now we'll have to settle with the fucking harp. Uh, it, 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 it'll do, it'll do. I think it'll it's, do it's, it's a now. work in progress. Work in progress. I'm cool with them trying to slow down global warming because I subscribe to that more. Agreed. Like, comment, and subscribe to global warming. Yes. All right, so with that, thank you very much for listening to this week's episode of The Rabbit Hole. John, you got any last words, any parting uh, weather control advice for the listeners? Just uh, keep looking up and uh, always bring an umbrella. Matt, how about you? Stay, uh, stay frosty. Stay frosty. That's good advice. That's good <laughs> just advice, go get man. frosties. For it, can mean, it, it can mean anything. It can just mean, go get. It can mean stay alert, especially if you believe in those chemtrails. Um, oh, for sure. It can mean uh, stay colder and warm climates. And uh, and stay alert. There you go. And stay alert in cold climates. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, stay woke, people. Thanks for listening. Adios.